1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar. And we have with us today, Koylin Stoyanchev. He is the head of blockchain and product lead at Otoy. Welcome, Koylin.
0: Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Thanks. Uh, So why don't we just kick us off? You've got a lot going on at Otoy. Give us an overview of this company.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, Otoy's been around for almost a decade now. Um, Basically, pioneering the way that users and content creators view and generate digital assets. Um, You know, back in the day, what I always like to do as like a prep for um, people who don't know what we do is, um, you know, everything that you see visually in movies, um, you know, television and video games, it's all rendered. Now, the power which you use to render this can either come from something called the CPU or something called the GPU. Um, Traditionally in the past, everything was made through the cpu which only has a few cores of processing power um but jules our co-founder and ceo decided a while ago to you know just go ahead and make everything on gpus and this is a much faster process you get much more efficient processing power especially when it comes to um you know different uh, sort of realism effects and and making sure that everything looks and and uh, you know Feels is almost as if you're in there in real life. And obviously as you're talking about a visual medium um, you get to the point where uh, people just want higher and higher quality. I mean, I remember back in the day we were talking about 1080p, and now we're talking about 4k and beyond. So essentially, you know, we create a variety of different software to make sure that we are, you know, on the um, cutting edge of physically correct and totally realistic um, visual assets. Now, The problem with this is that there's only so many things, and when I say things, I mean GPUs, that actually generate power. Um, You know, getting these GPUs is an expensive process. If you're a content creator, it's kind of hard to get your hands on them. Um, Some of them can go upwards of several thousand dollars per per unit. Um, There's a shortage of power that exists in, you know, this ecosystem, and that's what we're doing with Render. All Render is, is it's a distributed um, GPU platform for users to not only plug into and use our GPUs, but also for users to um, dedicate their own GPU power to the other members of the network. It's a very quick, um, this is what we're doing thing, but I, I would love to get into the more specifics of it.
1: Yeah, so, so let's dive in. Let's start with, with some of your favorite uh, things to talk about.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, for me, um, the Render project is entirely based on the blockchain. Um, I love the blockchain. I know it's like a buzzword these days, you know, blockchain, cryptocurrency, things of that nature. But essentially, all that we're trying to do is if we're making this network and it's cloud-based, it's very difficult to keep track of people's work. It's very difficult to assign digital rights to these people and also keep track of every single GPU that's on the system at one time. What we've done is we've actually created a system of nodes that, you know, go through a user interface, and they're powered by the underlying Ethereum blockchain, which is a fancy way of saying everything on the network is immutable and fully verifiable. So if you decide to go and render a table for your mm, art project, for example, let's say you're taking a picture of the backyard and, and you have a wireframe in your backyard and you want to put the table in there in the yard, you have to go ahead and you know get the GPU power for it. But even when you generate it, that asset can be shared. It's not technically yours, even though you created it. On the blockchain, everything has a stamp that says you are the person that you know, made this asset. You own this. And if you decide to transfer it, so be it. But it really gives us uh, great flexibility, not only in the distributed power element of what we're doing, but also in the digital rights management side of things.
1: Absolutely. And I mean, it's, such, it's such a complex, complex concept, really. And, and you see all this happening and you don't realize what's going on behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and that's the best part. I mean, you know, when I talk to people, my parents, for example, my my dad's, you know, he's in technology, so he understands. But when my mom asks me what I do and I explain this to her, she's like, I don't understand any of this. So, you know, I assume that a lot of the users that are going to use our system are also not want to go into the specifics of blockchain and, you know, how... It, it works and they might not be interested in that. They might just be content creators or artists looking to get GPU power in a very accessible way. Um, that's our aim, especially when we design the user interface and we craft a system for users to walk through. We want to make sure that we're doing it in a way that makes sense that anybody can use it like a click, 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 sign up, click sort of thing, as opposed to downloading the blockchain um, and then making your own node on the chain and then, Doing all of these technical aspects that would make the process more cumbersome. So, that, yeah, that is one of our goals.
1: And I think if you're a content creator uh, in this way, you you might not even have the the mental bandwidth to really learn as much as you need to know about creating the blockchain to support you know your creative vision.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it, there, there's a lot of nuances, and even the word blockchain has you know meanings in and of itself. Like. Are you are you building something on an existing blockchain? Are you making your own? What are you using it for? What exactly is it keeping track of? It's very variable. And I agree. I mean, content creators, they want to focus on what they want to do, just like I want to focus on, you know, what I want to do. Um, so it, it, it does help the process. And we just want to make their lives easier. And we want to make it so that, you know, clients, big, small users, big or small, um, you know, ranging from, the college student who does art part-time in the dorm room to the HBOs and the Netflixes of the world have a system that they could use and trust to provide them power when they most need it.
1: So tell us a little bit about, you know, the user experience. How is it to get, start getting set up with this and, and and using it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, currently we're in phase two of development. Um, our token is fully functional on Uh, our system right now. But in phase two, we actually have a built-out user interface that's the one I just described to, um, you know, allow users like you or me to just go on and um, dedicate their GPUs or process, um, you know, jobs that they themselves have have done. So it's very simple. I mean, essentially what we do is um, you sign up for an account just like you would for any other system. But on the back end of things, that account has its own Ethereum address assigned to it. And and that basically keeps track of everything that you're doing um on the network. You know. Uh if you decide to wanna to port your own, you can do that. If you decide that we just you just want to generate one that we give you, you can do that as well. And you have full custody of this account and everything in it, of course. Um, then it's just a matter of what you want to do. If you wanna to earn tokens by generating GPUs, you would download the software and the user interface and then your GPUs would connect to the network and they would generate token for for you by just you know, processing other um, people's projects using your own computing power. And conversely, if you were just a content creator, you would just upload your wireframe onto the system and then set the parameters of which you want to actually process your render by. Um, and if you want it done quicker, it might cost you some more tokens. If you want it done with a specific... Um, you know detailing or, or a specific pixel count, um, then you would specify that as well. There's a lot of options, but it's very customizable and it's overall very easy to use. Eventually, we would love to branch out and have it so that um, you know we can build things on top of the existing user interface, like have users actually build applications that make the process even better, similarly to how a Shopify, for example, would give apps to its users to expand their web store. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on, but, you know, our motto is always ease and efficiency and making sure that this stuff actually works, um, and making it complicated. No one likes complicated. Um, so we're trying to eliminate that.
1: Well, absolutely. And, and you gave us a little bit of insight into kind of where you're, where you're headed. Are there any projects that you want to share that are on the horizon?
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, um, you know, we are, uh, Very, very excited to work with a few of our existing blockchain partners in the space. So there's a company out there. It's called Decentraland. It's super cool. Um, What they do is they basically provide a canvas for artists and users to generate assets and have their own virtual worlds, um, you know, online. And and everything is kept track of through their token mana on on chain. Um, So imagine being able to buy a portion of land or real estate uh, in this virtual world using their token. And you have it. And, you know, they're really cool because they actually created a marketplace where you can buy and sell and exchange land after it was generated in the initial, um, you know, token generation event. So what we're working on with them is we want to bring the power of Render to um, what they're doing with the world. So, you know, they're like the playground. They're the place where users go to create their own uh, worlds. But imagine if there was, something built into their system that just allowed them to click and generate things on hand through the same blockchain. Cause we're both built on, uh, on Ethereum, um, to, to actually get GPU power directly flowing into, um, their worlds. You know, that's a project that I'm really excited about because it's really the canvas that's going to power, um, you know, our own user growth and the potential of our content creators to be able to use them for, um, anything that they want in terms of a, of a canvas. Uh, so you know that combined with other partnerships that we're working on um making our process better, bringing on new um users and 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 clients that we can just make their life so much easier through this platform. that's kind of what we're working on, but the super busy time, and uh we're just excited to be able to you know go ahead and and make everything that we put on paper um a reality let with, with
1: some work and give us a little background about yourself how did you? come into this space and, and start working as in the blockchain and uh, and product leading? Yeah,
0: of course. I mean, um, you know, for me, I've been interested in blockchain from the very beginning. I uh, stumbled upon Bitcoin actually quite randomly. I was playing an online game and I wanted to get an item. And, um, you know, the only way that I could get this from this person is if I use Bitcoin. And I asked him, like, what is Bitcoin? And he sent me an address to one of the exchanges at the time where I could purchase it. And I was hooked immediately like back in 2010 2011 and um you know it's it's much more than bitcoin i learned i mean blockchain and the underlying technology that's powering all these systems I mean, bitcoin litecoin ethereum um any of these you know really um all, all have some version of uh, blockchain tied into it and it all stems from this one white paper that i ended up reading which is now famous i mean the, the satoshi Nakamoto White Paper, the Bitcoin Inception one, you know, that's really what everybody um, is is talking about, you know, started this new revolution. Long story short, um, I got hooked and, you know, I worked in uh, consulting for a few projects. Um, But, you know, I really, really, really like what Otoy is doing and what Jules is doing. And, you know, when they approached me and they said, hey, we're building this project and it's going to be built on blockchain. Um, Do you want to take part of it? my next step was saying, okay, when do I start? Um, It's super fun. And and it's really um, rewarding to work with a team of people that are just passionate about what they do. You get a lot of projects in the space that just want to make a quick buck or just want to, you know, milk the fact that blockchain and cryptocurrency is the hot space right now, but they don't care about the technology or, you know, what they're building. Every person at Otoy that's a part of this project um, knows the significance of having an interconnected network of GPUs, and for me, that's really rewarding in and of itself. Um, so that's kind of how I ended up here, and, and why I'm talking to you today, which is great.
1: No, that's that's fantastic, and and I love that you're you're talking about how you know, the future of this technology is not going to be in, like you said, making a quick buck. It's it's how do we enhance things that that we currently have that is going to propel us to the next realm of creativity, the next round of usage.
0: Exactly, exactly. And you know, there there are a lot of projects out there because you know, being very honest, everybody hopped on the bandwagon. Everybody saw that the underlying price of these cryptocurrencies was skyrocketing and they're like, "Hey, we want to make this and this on the blockchain. We want to do this through the blockchain." There was a company that made Long Island Ice Tea, and I think they put blockchain in their name and their stock skyrocketed by I can't even remember what it was, it was like <laughs> 2-3x, which was crazy. Um, there's a lot of that and it's fun because that excitement kind of drives the real companies in the space doing things. And there are quite a bit of those. Um, and, and, you know, some of them have been around for a long time, even before the boom, like Sia coin, for example, for file storage, basic attention token for, um, you know, being in control of, of your privacy and, and the content that you see on the internet, um, so that's really cool. And yeah, I mean, I think you said it perfectly. It is about the technology, and that's really what I'm passionate about. And everything else falls into place, you know, over time. So we'll see where it goes.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, so with, with the rendering and things, um, you've got several different products, right? We've got Octane Render, we've got ORC, we got Brigade, and Lightfield. Do you want to go in, into a couple of those?
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, with us, because we've been around for such a long time, we've had the ability to develop, um, you know, software for all the needs of, you know, the rendering industry. So Octane Render, for example, that's a rendering engine. That's the thing that actually creates the assets once they're in wireframes. And, you know, it, it just allows you to visualize what you see in your head on paper, um, in this case, on a computer screen, right? But uh, you know, that is one of the things that ties into render. I mean, everything that you mentioned ties into what we're doing because we're, it's the power that we're talking about. So think of it as the engine. And then the car bodies are like the different types of softwares. But ORC, for example, that's Octane Render Cloud. That was the initial um, brainchild of how the render system was going to work because it, uh, it essentially was cloud-based computing on GPUs. And, you know, there's obviously limitations with that. But at the same time, it is, you know, kind of the framework of what we're trying to build with this blockchain network and and Brigade and um, Lightstage, they all tie into our process. I mean, Lightstage is super cool. It allows you to scan people, real people into, um, you know, your creations. And it allows you to really make it so that uh, facial expressions and bodies and things in movies um, and, and video games, for example, just look real. And it's, it's super fun because I feel like the bottleneck for all of this learning about it was the fact that there's just not enough power. Like power is something that needs to be scalable. It needs to be something that's widely accessible. And once you have that, you don't have to worry about anything else um, because the ecosystem is going to flourish when people stop worrying about power. Um, So yeah, I mean, we're, we're working on a lot of different things, but this has always been something that we've wanted to do. Julius has had this idea in his head since the beginning, since before I, even learned about crypto since before that um white paper was out, so yeah it's a it's a long time coming it's a plan that's you know sort of came to fruition um over the course of pretty much the life of the company and before that so it's a it's a cool thing
1: that's that's so interesting when people you can scan something or an object and then put it into your creations and you know I think it's the uncanny valley right when you can't tell if something's real or it becomes so real it then looks fake. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's weird. I mean, I'll be honest with you, like, some of these immersive worlds that I've seen, it's scary how real it is. Like, you don't know. It's it's almost like, I don't know if you watch Westworld, but it's almost mm-hmm. as if, like, you can't tell the difference between what's uh, what's real and what's not. Um, and the funniest part about Westworld is I, I learned this after, but it was actually made, um, the, the title sequence, you know, with the horses and uh the piano, it was all made with octane render, which for me was cool, um to find out. Yeah, but,
1: that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah,
0: it all it all looks real. So I mean, who knows? If if we're capable of this now, we as in people, um, in twenty eighteen, then think of what it's gonna be in twenty twenty five. I mean you could be sitting in your living room, put on some kind of glasses or goggles or however you want to call them, headsets, and um be wherever you are uh on your you know, system, on your computer, on your phone watching a sporting event sitting alongside um the river in Paris and it could look completely real. So it's kinda of freaky, but really cool at the same time. So we'll see where we end up.
1: Yeah, I mean it's freaky and this is an entire new conversation, but, you know, it goes into does it does it really matter if you're there? Is if you're there in your mind and it is real and you're feeling all these things, you know, what is reality? And that's a whole different <laughs> discussion. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we go into that, we're going to start getting into some uh, existentialism and whatnot. So it, it is it is super um, interesting to quantify these things. I mean, like, at what point does the pixel count become real, like atomic? Mm-hmm. You Because know? that's what we're seeing with yeah. our eyes, right? Yeah. If you have 120 vision. So at what point do the pixels get small enough on your iPhone screen to allow you to actually not know if it's a real thing or not? It's, it's coming. It's not that far away. It really isn't. So... <laughs>
1: Oh, very exciting and also
0: scary. (laughs) Exactly,
1: exactly. Well, Colin, tell me exactly how people can get in touch with you and follow follow all the the new and exciting things that are going on over Otoy. What's the best way for them to connect?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, the whole team is on Rocket Chat, so it's kind of like a forum thing, Uh, very similar to Slack but more secure, and um, we're always on that, whether it's me or the technical contributors that we have or the rest of the team. Um, we're on that. It's just rendertoken.rocket.chat. Rocket. Um, Chat. If you want to reach me directly, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a good way to do it. I've never been much for tweeting or things of that nature, um, but maybe I should make one because like, you know I always get asked this, and I'm like, you know, like I guess email uh, or or Telegram. But um, Rocket Chat's a great bet if you want to talk to me or anybody else on the team directly. Or Reddit, um, just r slash rendertoken or Twitter token um i'm on that oftentimes and yeah our our main website rendertoken.com or otoy.com um for more information and you know i think that should give people a, a good foundation of where to find us and track what we're doing
1: Colin, and thank you so much for joining us today and and sharing your wealth of knowledge and some insight into the future potentially
0: yeah i mean it's uh it's going to be a really, really cool future. And I never thought that I would be uh, in this field and doing these things. But, you know, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything else. So we'll see where we end up. Next time we have uh, an interview, we could be looking at each other face-to-face through these atomic pixel screens and not know if we're actually there or not. So we'll see.
1: That, was, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I look forward to that day.
0: <laughs> thank you so much. Thank
1: you. That is Colin Stoynchev. He is the head of blockchain and product lead at Otoy. This has been Juliette Lamar of Future Tech Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in.
0: You have been listening to Almost Here, around the corner future technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post to review, and discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse